1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. There are a few organizations that I consider great and I, uh, I level with you. They are, they are the fighters. Remember, good people are in three groups. Fighters, those who help the fighters, and those who do nothing. Most good people do nothing. It's a sad fact of life. There are many sad facts of life, but grown-ups are supposed to recognize sad facts. But there are good facts, one of the fighters is the Alliance Defending Freedom. I want you to know about another case they're involved in. Senior counsel for ADF, as it is known, is Travis Barham. However, it is spelled B-A-R-H-A-M. Travis Barham, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show.
2: Thank you very much, sir. Long-time listener, first-time guest.
1: Oh, I'm very delighted. Thank you, sir. Well, tell us about the case you're handling now with a professor at Shawnee State, is that correct? That's correct. Uh,
2: Dr. Merriweather is a philosophy professor at Shawnee State University. And
1: uh, Where is Shawnee, by the way, where, where is Shawnee State?
2: It's in uh, Southern Ohio.
1: Okay, thank you.
2: So in 2018, he was opening his political philosophy class and a male student raised his hand and asked a question. Dr. Meriwether responded by saying, yes, sir. After class, the student came up and uh, said that he identified as a woman and asked Dr. Meriwether to refer to him as a woman going forward. When Dr. Merriweather declined, the student got upset and filed a complaint with the school. Now, Dr. Merriweather was perfectly willing to accommodate the student by referring to him by whatever name he wanted. Uh, But that wasn't good enough for the student, it wasn't good enough for the university. The university launched an investigation that ultimately punished Dr. Merriweather for simply refusing to communicate an idea that he doesn't believe to be true, especially in a philosophy class. Figuring out what's true and what's real is sort of the essence of the academic endeavor. So Dr. Merriweather remains committed to serving all of his students with respect, but he just can't express all messages or endorse all ideologies.
1: For me, uh, the $64,000 question is, did that student appear to, if I would have looked at that student, would a reasonable person conclude it was a male or a female?
2: A reasonable person would have concluded it was a male. That's the way that the student appeared to Dr. Merriweather. Dr. Merriweather had no other information to go on when he first referred to the student. And so the student looked to be male. The student is male. And, so, and again, Dr. Merriweather is perfectly willing to accommodate the student by referring to him just by his name, but that's not what the student wanted. The student wanted Dr. It's Merriweather his name.
1: to have to. What is his name? What is his name?
2: We're under orders from the court not to divulge the student's name. Um, but Dr. Merriweather was willing to refer to him by his first name or by his last name, whichever the student wanted, but that wasn't good enough for the university. So really what's going on here is the university is trying to force Dr. Merriweather to endorse an ideology, to endorse a set of beliefs that he doesn't hold. And public colleges simply have no business compelling people to express ideology, ideological
1: beliefs they don't hold. If this if this person looks like a male, how is... so? If a person looks like a male, are you supposed to ask at Shawnee State, in every case, what, what do you uh, identify as? Is, is that the policy? It's unclear how the
2: university really wants Dr. Weather to proceed or all professors to proceed, but it's really making a, a really bold argument in court. It's arguing that professors simply have no First Amendment rights when they're in the process of teaching their students something that's unheard of um, in First Amendment law, um, certainly goes against everything that, that the university stands for in terms of academic freedom, and so, I mean, the whole purpose of the university is to be a marketplace of ideas, but Shawnee State is trying to convert itself into an assembly line for one type of thought.
1: Now, what did they want to do? Did they want to fire him, censure him? I don't quite follow. What, what, what are the repercussions?
2: They've, so far, they've reprimanded him. And if, uh, if he has any further issues along these lines, there, there's a danger that he could be fired or or suspended without pay immediately.
1: By the way, I just want to note uh, for, for your interest and the interest of my listeners, there is now a columnist at the New York Times who whose picture appears... Uh, on the at least in the internet publishing of the columns not on the p- paper on the paper itself and it's it's a person with a beard and a mustache and if you read the id it says they the, not he or she they and then with the singular verb they is so this is uh, this is the upside-down universe. I just want to say that I asked you what the person looked like because if, if you look like a woman, dress like a woman, talk like a woman, and have a woman's name, I don't care what your biological sex is. I will, I will refer to you as ma'am or woman or whatever. But if you look like a man, I, I am not prepared to invert reality. Because you have inverted reality, I assume that this is the the professor's position.
2: The professor's position is that people are born as either male or female, and that that can't change. And so, even if somebody desires to wants to, uh, it can't change. And you know, people can have different perspectives on this issue, but I think we can all come together on the notion. the government should not force someone to change the way he communicates, should not force someone to change his beliefs to match the orthodoxy put forward by the university.
1: Right. I couldn't agree more. uh, My only position is that if the person looks like a male, I think that the the professor has a much stronger case. And and, uh, obviously, that's what you're uh, telling me. So where is it now in terms of of, uh, judges and courts?
2: Yes. The, a magistrate judge has issued a recommendation saying that Dr. Merriweather's case should be kicked out of court completely, that none of his speech has any First Amendment protection. Um, we believe that the magistrate has misinterpreted and misimplied the law. We're in the process right now of preparing documents to explain to the district court judge why the magistrate got things wrong. Uh, We hope that the the district court judge will, uh, will look at the evidence, look at our filings, and recognize that Dr. Merriweather's First Amendment rights deserve to be respected, and his case needs to go forward.
1: Because it's a public college.
2: It's a public college, and Dr. Merriweather is engaged in teaching and scholarship. The Supreme Court has recognized protections for that across many decades of case law that a professor has a First Amendment right in the way that he teaches his class, the way he expresses ideas. And ultimately, again, it's it's black-letter First Amendment law that the government has no business compelling people to express ideological beliefs that they don't hold. And that's what Shawnee State's trying to do here. The thing is, you know, Dr. Meriwether's students are free to express their views, and all he's asking for is the same freedom. And that shouldn't be too much to ask in a marketplace of ideas. Where tolerance is supposed
1: to be a two-way street right well obviously colleges are not a marketplace of uh of ideas uh, anyway thank you sir we will stay obviously in touch with many of the cases alliance defending freedom has taken on the banner to help this great group is at dennis prager.com hey thanks for listening to the town hall review with hugh hewitt our podcast is sponsored by alliance defending freedom ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.